0: Because great leaders will produce
1: great results. To all of our podcast listeners, wherever you might be, this is Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best welcoming you to our episode today. Uh, This desire to become your best or the desire to become our best is something that is divinely planted within each person we can just kind of sense this within us uh as we listen carefully of a feeling of wanting to become your best how can i do better how can i be happier how can i have stronger relationships how can i reach my fullest potential how can i be at peace these are all great questions and That's a yearning that we have. And so today, we're going to talk about that. It just happens to be January 15th. (laughs) You may all know what January 15th is. It is the date when 85% of the people that set New Year's resolutions throw them out the door. (laughs) They quit trying. Oh my goodness. And ultimately, at the end of the day, the statistics show, by the end of the year, that only 8% ever really hit their New Year's resolutions. Well, we're we're going to talk about not only that, but much more of how do we increase the odds of when we have a desire to do something to make it a reality as we think about becoming your best. You're the hero here. You might ask yourself even from time to time, well, how do I become my best? And... Uh, How do we become our best? How can I have the best year yet in my life? And what do I need to do? Well, you know what's interesting? The hard work's already been done. Because as you know, we have spent over 40 years of research trying to answer that question. And in the process, I interviewed over 150 CEOs people that are really successful in different areas in their lives. I studied the lives of hundreds of historical figures that have had a huge impact for good on the world and in our lives. And what I found is that none of these people were really perfect. I mean, they all had challenges. They all had flaws. But they also consistently, what I found among them, is they did 12 things. And that is what I put in the book... Becoming Your Best, the 12 Principles of Highly Successful Leaders. So what you and I can do is trust in being able to learn and master those principles. So the answer really is fresh, exhilarating, and guaranteed. As we master these 12 principles of highly successful leaders, our lives are elevated. Energy, positive energy. And uh, invigoration comes into it, hope and encouragement and a way forward. So that's the purpose of this podcast today, is we're going to talk about these 12 principles as a whole, and then the following podcasts that we'll have, will focus in on each one of those principles individually in ways that we might be able to apply those better in our life. I expect that many of you are familiar with the Ben Franklin story, how as a young man, he was an apprentice and he was like around 20 years old in that range. And on a Friday, his employer came up to him and he said, Ben, you are the most pompous, arrogant, know-it-all uh, that I'm acquainted with. He said, and nobody really likes you. You're hard to be around. And You know, Ben went home wounded that weekend, and he thought a lot about it. And he says, this is not the life I want to live. And so he decided to create 13 virtues of things that he could improve on that would help his life to become the type of person that he wanted to be. And of course, Benjamin Franklin is one of the all-time great figures of humanity, uh, not only did he have a pivotal impact on the founding of the Constitution of the United States and this great document, uh, but his life in itself is an inspiration of innovation and creativity and and applying this throughout all the world. And his impact continues today in so many areas. Well, he came up with these 13 virtues and came up with a plan, and the plan was to uh, work on one virtue a week and then go to the next virtue. Uh, The virtue might be humility. It might be working on finances. Uh, And so by the time he got to number 13, then he would start over. And four times 13 is 52. And so he could go through each one of these virtues four times during the year. And when he wrote his autobiography much later in his life, and had been such an inspiration and continued to be an influence and a powerful force for freedom and liberty and accomplishment and becoming your best, if you will, a perfect example of that, Uh, he said that this process, this system was the key part that helped me become the person that I am today. And so just the very same way as we introduced the 12 Principles of Highly Successful Leaders, How can we make them a part of our life? Well, the very same way that Ben Franklin did the 13 virtues, and that is work on one each week and then go to the next. And then on the 13th week to step back and evaluate how you're doing and then start again uh, back with the first principle. And each year that way you can go through each principle four times. What an inspirational process and think of the impact that this can have on you. And so today let's just take a brief look at the overview of the structure of the 12 principles and how these 12 principles are a comprehensive powerful foundation from which your successes will spring blossom and grow. Uh, The first of all The transformational nature of this is so enormous. The desire of what happens here as we work on these 12 is we become transformational in different areas within our life versus transactional, which is just showing up, checking off the boxes, and going home at the end of the day. And so these are organized so that they focus in three areas in our lives. And the result is we become transformational in those three areas. One is transformational leadership. And there are four of the 12 principles that allow us to become more transformational as leaders. And then transformational in building teams and relationships that are high performance teams. It creates a high performance culture. It creates conditions that allows uh, us to thrive and our teams to thrive. And then finally, transformational living from day to day in our own lives that grows our own lives. So let's just look at these. The first four are, is the, the transformational leadership part. Uh, the first one is be true to character. This is so fundamental because if we can't get this one right of being honest and respecting other people, And uh, having integrity, establishing uh, literally a foundation of mores that people can, that creates a moral authority. That's why this one is the first one, be true to character. The second one is what leaders do. And as you think about your responsibilities, uh, aside from having this foundation of being true to character so people can depend upon us, it is lead with a vision. So what is the vision that we want to create in our own lives, uh, within our teams and our organizations? And this is what leaders do at every level, uh, including as a husband or a wife or a partnership. We, this is how we think. And we're going to, the vision should be inspirational, it sh- should excite us, and it had, should have a huge impact on our behavior. That's how you know if it's an effective. Does it inspire? Does it provide leadership in the absence of supervision? So when we wake up, we look or consider that vision that it inspires us. Uh, and remember, what we're doing is creating thoughts that are going to produce a set of actions. And these actions produce our behaviors and ultimately create our character and what our destiny is. So you're putting thoughts on this in this vision that lead and inspire. That's the second uh, of the principles. The third is... Once we have a direction, and that's what a vision is, now we set goals on specifically what we're going to do this year. And so manage with a plan is the third thing that I've observed is present in every case of those that had high achievement, that made a difference. And the fourth of being a transformational leader, that we can bank on these things, is to know how to prioritize your time around the things that matter most in our lives. So we're prioritizing our time and scheduling our priorities versus prioritizing our schedule, this endless array of things that hits us. These four together are extremely powerful in creating a new breed of leadership, a winning breed, a becoming your best type breed of leadership. So there you go. That's a summary of uh, transformational leadership in these four. Now, the next, transformational teams and relationships. What are the things we can do to create a a culture, a high-performance culture? And this is a culture by design, not a culture by default that just happens. It's deliberate that has a predictable result. Here are the four that I've observed that are present in any high-performance team or organization in life. They create a condition that uh, is effervescent, that is invigorated, that is engaging employees. They want to engage. They wake up excited to come to work. Here you go. That is when the principle of living the golden rule in business and life is present. Uh, When we respect other people and we bring out the best within them. And that is the type of culture, in contrast to where someone is harsh or yelling or abusive, which shuts down people. It shuts down organizations. They quit trying so frequently. So number the first one of these four principles in this area is live the golden rule. The second is to deliberately build and maintain trust. So, what are all of those things that you can do unilaterally that pushes the needle on the gas gauge to full? And that is a great meter, if you think of it, the trust meter that looks like a gas gauge that immediately tells where the trust is with anybody, any organization, a customer, a client, uh, or your employees or family members. You can just metaphorically look at that, hold up that meter and say, where's the gauge reading? And then do things that builds trust. Uh, And this is fun because you can be thoughtful about all of those things. Kindness, leaving a note, listening, what's your story? Uh, So many that build trust, understanding, uh, which leads us to the uh, third principle in this section, in this area, and that is to be an effective communicator. And especially hearkening back to uh, James 1.19, uh, and this is advice that's 2,000 years old, which is be swift to listen, slow to wrath, and swift, I call it, to understand. Uh, these things are extremely powerful, and being a good communicator, <laughs> listening so that you get it. And as a leader, once you have it and people feel understood, now we can do something about it. Trust levels go up. That is a magical formula right there. Uh, Be swift to listen, slow to wrath, and it actually says slow to speak. Okay, well, there's a winning four. And the fourth one of these is creating this condition now, build on these others, to innovate with imagination. Because isn't that the purpose, really, of having a winning culture, a high-performance culture, is figuring out the solutions of how we can be among the best? How do we produce this consistent top performance year after year and solve these problems and obstacles that come down the line? Okay, that's eight out of the 12, and the last are no less exciting, and that is how do we have transformational living in our own lives to keep moving it up. Here are the four. (laughs) It's great. One is to be accountable, to take responsibility. And essentially, as all of these challenges come up in life, to control what we can control. Uh, If you want to have a good job, if you want to feel good about your job, then you control what you can control. You think have gratitude, have a sense of thankfulness for your job, and why are you grateful for your paycheck and all of the other things that happen, the chance to grow, the chance to learn, the chance to contribute. That's the starting point. See, that's being accountable. So often it's easy to slip into uh, the bad habit of focusing on the things you cannot control, and that is a death spiral. doesn't work. All right, the next one is to apply the power of knowledge. This is the one that opens our minds up. Uh, During the weekend, I read a terrific book by Joe Morton called Positive In. It, It contains five simple actions to eliminate the negative, and embrace the positive for an amazing, abundant, and revitalized life. It was fun to read. Joe did such a great job. One of the things he talked about is to have a pipo, positive in, positive out. And he recommended you think of five things in five minutes every morning. Same five things, one minute for each. Here they are, have, think of gratitude, all the things that you 're fortunate to have in your life, but he breaks it down, and the gratitude for the earth and the seasons and the sunrise and the sunset, gratitude for breath and the health that we have, uh, for your job, for the people in your life, the experiences that you've had. So just take one minute, and number two is love. Uh, let love flow in your life and and feel the love, and third is to be in the moment. Be still, meditate, and reflect. And the fourth one is read. (laughs) And uh, that's the one we're talking about now. That is the springboard that just totally stimulates your mind, new thoughts, new ideas. It allows you to move ahead. And the fifth one he had that you think about every day is to dream. Dream about the possibilities. Well, there you have it. That's the advantage of applying the power of knowledge. First, we get it. Uh, through podcasts, through the internet in a positive way, through reading, uh, through listening to books, through going to seminars, uh, for taking classes, uh, to TED Talks. And this is an exciting realm. Uh, here is the next to the last one, number 11, is to live in peace and balance. This is where we are determined to, as we move through life, to do it with a high quality of life, where we do take the time to get adequate sleep, to manage our health, to have a good diet, to exercise, to meditate. These things that put life in balance. One of the great things about pre-week planning, which helps us prioritize our time, it also helps us as we do pre-week planning to think of what we're going to do that week in terms of our roles. This too, this process is a big one. And being able to live our lives in peace and balance, which then allows us to extend this energy uh, through an extended period of time and uh, make a longer term contract and define happiness today. Every single day, define joy every single day. Well, there you go. And the last is never give up. This is at the very basis of the human willpower that there will be a brighter day and that the dark will turn bright and that there'll be an end to the load when things will all come right. And that's the way it is, that we can have hope. We can have encouragement. It's after that defeat. It's after that setback. It's after that failure that we keep getting back up, and that's where the glory is. And that is when we win, ultimately, as we learn from these experiences. So I hope that each one of us will take hope and encouragement. Well, there you go. Those are the 12 principles. Those are the things we work on uh, day in and day out, one principle per week. We'll be right back to our episode. Well, there is a myth, and the myth is what I do doesn't really have a big impact in the overall cosmos. <laughs> well, there could be nothing further from the truth. To the contrary, what you do has a huge impact in every phase of life. So it's implementing these 12 principles that allows us to have that impact, to realize That potential. One of the things we do to help our clients and those that are interested is we put on a breakthrough leadership conference twice a year. It's essentially a two-day conference in the mountains of Utah. We've also done these uh, as a special request for some of our clients with their key executives off-site, and we've done them in different places in the United States and world, but we take away... Two days, step away from your busy, relentless day-to-day schedule uh, that is crazy busy, and we go over each one of these 12 principles and how to apply them in your business and your life, and talk about transformational. Oh my goodness, it is a life-changing reset to give you a leadership turbo boost to becoming your best and helping your organization to be on a high productivity track on an extended basis. And we frequently have couples or business associates come together to enjoy this experience together. So to get details on this amazing two-day breakthrough leadership conference, simply go to becomingyourbest.com and look under programs, and it has the details, or call 888-690-8764, That's 888-690-8764, and just mention that Steve or Rob suggested that you call regarding the Breakthrough Leadership uh, for a special podcast offer, and they will take care of you. Now back to the podcast. All right, let's go back to wrapping up our podcast for today. It's... I hope that you've had a good time as you've reflected on this year coming up. How do you make it the best year? And these things will help. I've decided to do in the remaining minutes uh, of this podcast to share something that I've worked on as I've observed inspirational thoughts in my life, as I've seen them in literature, as I've been sitting in a conference somewhere, as I've been listening to a talk. As I've been doing research, I've come across really great quotes, inspirational quotes. And so I put them all together in one single file, and I've entitled it some of Steve Schallenberger's favorite thoughts. And so I'm going to wrap up this podcast today sharing those. They're in the spirit of the 12 principles, and you'll see them as they fit in those different slots. So if you don't mind, let's just enjoy a few of these together. I hope they inspire you as much as they inspire me. This first one from Jim Lovell, the astronaut. There are people who make things happen. There are people who watch things happen. And there are people who wonder what happened. (laughs) To be successful, you need to be a person who makes things happen. Well, the things we've been talking about today help us make things happen. I love this next story. One day, Thomas Edison came home and gave a paper to his mother. He told her, my teacher gave this paper to me and told me to only give it to my mother. His mother's eyes were tearful as she read the letter out loud to her child. Here is what she said. Your son is a genius. This school is too small for him and doesn't have enough good teachers for training him. Please teach him yourself. After many, many years after Edison's mother died, and he was now one of the greatest inventors of the century, one day he was looking through old family things, and suddenly he saw a folded paper in the corner of a drawer in a desk. He took it and he opened it up. On the paper was written, your son is mentally ill. We won't let him come to our school anymore. Edison cried for hours, and then he wrote in his diary, Thomas Alva Edison was mentally ill. And by a hero mother, not really though, and by a hero mother became the genius of the century. Here's another one from Ann Landers, which was, she wrote a column every week and I love reading it. It was wonderful. This is a story about four people named everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done and everybody was sure somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. And everybody thought anybody could do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. And then it ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have done. (laughs) I love it. Here's another marvelous one that I was in a meeting with the governor of our state. He quoted Margaret Mead. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful Committed people can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Well, I hope you and I will never forget that, uh, how true it is. I love this one. Falling down is a normal but painful part of life. Getting back up is a courageous and glorious part of living. That's one that I wrote down after reading uh, uh, Confucius, and he said something similar. A friend of mine, Robert K. Dellenbaugh, shared this thought with me. If you approach today's business with yesterday's practices, you will be out of business tomorrow. (laughs) And the question is, how do you stay up with that? Uh, How do you go beyond yesterday's practices that may be insufficient for tomorrow? Well, it's the 12 principles and the six steps, the transformation challenge that helps us continue to improve. Uh, Well, here's just a few more. I've got 18 pages. I'm not going to share all of these with you. Maybe in another podcast, I'll share a few more. But uh, here's from George Bernard Shaw. I learned long ago never to wrestle with a pig. You get dirty, and besides, the pig likes it. <laughs> Have you ever met somebody like that that just wants to engage and get you way off track? Well, don't do it. Here's James Allen, one of my very favorites. Dream lofty dreams. And as you dream, so shall you become. Your vision is the promise of what you shall one day be. Your ideal is the prophecy of what you shall at last unveil. Here's just a couple more. Listen carefully to this one. At God's footstool to confess, a poor soul knelt and bowed his head. I failed, he cried. The master said, Thou didst thy, didst thy best, that is success. That's anonymous. This wonderful one from Zeus, Dr. Zeus. Think left and think right, think low and think high. All the things you can think up, if only you try. <laughs> well, here's what Charles Darwin said. It's not the strongest of the species that survive, Not the most intelligent, but the one most responsive to change. In other words, realizing change is always coming, and do we have a process to move through it? Well, in our case, we do, don't we? Built upon the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, we can apply the transformation challenge, the six steps, to any type of change. It helps us through change. Uh, I'm going to finish with this one today. One ought never to turn one's back on a threatened danger and try to run away from it. If you do that, you will double the danger. But if you meet it promptly and without flinching, you will reduce the danger by half. Never run away from anything. Never. Well... It is such an honor, such a delight, such a privilege to be able to work together with you. We grow together, we learn together, and in turn, we work to make a difference. Just never forget, you are making a difference every single day of your life. We don't give up, we keep going forward, one step in front of the other. If we get pushed back, then we take another step. This is Steve Schallenberger, your host, from Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, wishing you a great day.
0: Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative